Chapter Fifteen of A Short History of Russia by Lucy Cazalet. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Violet Blue of Albertville. Fyodor Alexeyevich, sixteen seventy six to sixteen eighty two. Ivan the Fifth, sixteen eighty two to sixteen ninety six. Peter the First, the Great, sixteen eighty two to seventeen twenty five. After Alexey's death, his eldest son Feodor succeeded him. He was a good, clever man, but quite an invalid, and only reigned six years. He died in 1682, leaving no children. On his death the boyars were uncertain whom to appoint as his successor, for his brother Ivan was feeble both in mind and body, and Peter was a child. While the boyars were deliberating, the patriarch Joachim addressed the people assembled before the palace and asked them which of the princes they would have as Tsar. The people called for Peter, and as Ivan had no desire to reign, Peter was proclaimed, and his mother and her relations, the Narishkins, became all-powerful at court. This exasperated the princess Sophia, Alexei's daughter by his first wife, who was a very clever, ambitious woman. Had her feeble-minded brother Ivan been elected, she would practically have ruled Russia, and she determined to make a bid for power she and her kinsmen the miloslavkis bribed the strauzzi with presents and stirred them up to revolt by falsely accusing the narishkins of having smothered ivan the strauzzi rose in a body and rushed to the kremlin but natalia narishkina appeared at a window with both princes and when they found ivan unharmed they quieted down and wished to return to their homes unfortunately at that moment their commander, the boyar, Dolguruki, rode up and berated them for their mutinous conduct, and this so incensed them that they broke into open riot, and after terrorizing the town for three days, insisted on both princes being crowned together, and on Princess Sophia being regent during Peter's minority. Sophia thus gained her point, and governed the country with great ability for seven years, Peter, meanwhile, lived with his mother in the palace of Preobrazhenskoye, a village three miles from Moscow. He gathered round him all the village boys of Preobrazhenskoye and the next village, Semenovskoye, and formed with them into an army for playing at soldiers. With these boys he made miniature fortresses, which he besieged and defended, and led make-believe campaigns against the surrounding villages when he grew up these playmates of his formed the first and second or preobrazhensky semenovsky regiments of the guards the so-called german quarter where all the foreigners who had settled in moscow lived was quite near preobrazhenskoye and peter was very fond of going there and spending long hours with the foreigners many of these men gave him lessons or helped him in his games and later on one of them lefort a genovese became his chief adviser one day peter discovered an old english built boat in a lumber shed had it mended and launched it on the river yauza after this he devoted much time to sailing and built a small fleet of boats which he kept on a lake near moscow peter was a very clever intelligent boy with a great thirst for knowledge and an enormous capacity for hard work when he was seventeen he was married to eudoxia lopukina and began to take a more active part in the management of state affairs sophia realized that her influence was on the wane and determined to retain her power 
one night peter was awakened by two streltsy who had galloped to preobrazhenskoye to tell him that sophia was inciting the streltsy to rebellion and had made a plot to kill him peter at once fled to troitsa ordering his wife and his mother to follow him under escort of the preobrazhensky and semenovsky guards from troitsa he sent an order to the streltsy commanding them to leave moscow and join him contrary to sophia's expectations the streltsy with very few exceptions obeyed this order and peter shortly returned to moscow at the head of his troops he then deposed sophia from the regency forced her to take the veil and had her chief supporters executed a d ivan v continued to bear the title of tsar until his death but peter now reigned independently peter was very anxious to see the sea and undertook a journey to archangel which was visited every summer by english and dutch vessels in order to become better acquainted with ships and shipbuilding he then equipped an expedition against the turkish forces of azov which commanded the sea of that name this first campaign was unfortunate for azov was protected by turkish ships and could draw supplies from the fleet but peter returned to russia and built a flotilla of boats with which he sailed down the don in the following year he again laid siege to azov both by land and sea and captured it in sixteen ninety five on his return from the siege of azov peter determined to send an embassy to all the european courts and himself travelled incognito in its train he went first to germany where he left his ambassador lefort to proceed ceremoniously onward and himself visited towns fortresses and factories studying everything most minutely he then went to holland where he visited the great shipyards and gained a practical knowledge of shipbuilding by working as a ship's carpenter on the wharves of sardam peter then went on to london and vienna where he received news of a revolt of the streltsy and hastened back to moscow the revolt had been quelled and the ringleaders executed before his return but peter took the opportunity of suppressing the streltsy altogether and replacing them by regular soldiery receiving fixed pay and trained in the german way after his return from abroad peter determined to bring russia into line with the rest of europe and introduced many innovations some of which proved extremely unpopular thus he forbade his subjects to wear the flowing beards and voluminous garments they affected and made them wear french coats and full-bottomed wigs the boyars were ordered to take their wives and daughters to balls and theatres instead of keeping them in almost conventual seclusion but this was considered most unseemly and gained peter many enemies peter did much to reform the internal organization of the state and replaced the boyarskaya duma or council of the boyars by the senate a body composed only of the highest dignitaries and which constituted the highest court of the kingdom the patriarchate of moscow was abolished on the death of the patriarch adrian and the supreme control of church matters was given over to the holy synod a council of bishops a great many new schools were established and no gentleman was allowed to marry unless he knew reading writing and arithmetic young men were encouraged to go abroad to complete their studies and peter was particularly anxious to encourage trade and manufacturers in the country the dream of peter's life was to obtain harbors on the baltic so in seventeen hundred he entered into an alliance with denmark and poland and declared war on charles the twelfth of sweden 
the swedes opened the campaign by a sudden attack on copenhagen and soon forced denmark to retire from her alliance with russia and then charles turned his attention to the banks of the neva here peter was besieging narva with a huge army of raw recruits and charles with his experienced soldiers easily defeated them raised the siege of narva and forced peter to retire leaving his artillery behind thinking he had thus broken peter's power charles then attacked augustus the second and spent several years fighting in poland peter meanwhile set about training his soldiers and making guns out of church bells and in seventeen o three again commenced operations on the gulf of finland he took schlusselburg and nienzante two swedish fortresses and built the fortress of saints peter and paul on a small island of the neva on the marshy banks of the river opposite this fortress he founded st petersburg which he then called the new capital of russia he also established a shipyard on the river sphere and began building ships for use against the swedes charles the twelfth had by this time dethroned augustus the second and sent stanislas lazinski on the throne of poland and was now able to attack peter from the southwest mazeppa the hetman of little russia who was entirely trusted by peter turned traitor and joined charles with most of his cossacks this was a great blow to peter but nothing daunted he marched his army into the southern steppes and in a pitched battle at poltava a d seventeen o nine completely defeated the swedes their whole army surrendered and charles and mazeppa sought safety in turkey there they persuaded the sultan to make war on russia hearing of this peter at once entered moldavia but was obliged to turn back for want of supplies and was surrounded by the turkish and tartar armies on the banks of the prut he concluded a treaty however with the grand vizier and was allowed to retire with military honors on condition that he gave up azov on the shores of the baltic peter carried on the war very successfully and gradually made himself master of the whole country the war was brought to a close seventeen twenty one by the peace of nystadt by which the whole of livonia estonia ingria and part of finland were ceded to russia after this peter adopted the title of emperor and was surnamed the great peter did not care for his first wife eudoxia by whom he had one son alexei so he placed her in a convent and made her take the veil a few years later at the siege of marienburg in livonia he took prisoner a beautiful servant girl called martha skravonskaya he afterwards married her and made her empress under the name catherine which she adopted when she joined the greek church by her he had two daughters anna and elizabeth peter and his son were not on good terms for alexei opposed his father's reforms and the quarrels between them reached such a pitch that the prince went abroad for a time on his return to russia peter threw him into prison where he died leaving a little son peter peter the great died in seventeen twenty five from the effects of a severe cold he took while saving some soldiers from a vessel that had foundered near st petersburg he knew how to surround himself with able men who were perfectly devoted to him and furthered all his plans his greatest favorite was prince menshikoff who had begun life as a pie-man but through his brilliant capacities came to fill the highest offices of state End of chapter fifteen recording by violet blue of albertville